Well, it has been a sweltering few weeks across the Motu. Some of us have uh, opened every door and window in desperate search of a cooling breeze, while other lucky souls have shut themselves inside with their air conditioners on, air conditioners on full blast. As climate change delivers increasingly uncomfortable summers, what is the impact of all of those air conditioners on emissions? Morning Report producer Emma Ricketts reports. It's common knowledge that New Zealand homes don't cope well with the weather. It could be a hot afternoon in summer or a frosty morning in winter and thousands of Kiwi homes will be a similar temperature inside to outside. Nigel Isaacs, a senior lecturer in architecture and building technology at Victoria University, says this is because we don't build homes that regulate what comes in. We have a tradition of designing houses for maximum glass. We like views without recognising that limitless views come with limitless problems. An insulated wall broken up by a window still allows heat or cold to pass through the glass. There have been moves to regulate temperature, but they've mostly focused on warming houses in winter. And that's not helping us deal with hotter summers. What we are doing is creating insulated boxes that as the outdoor temperature increases, the indoor temperature increases. If we can, we tend to deal with the problem from inside the house. So the solution has been to turn on the air conditioner. And that comes with not only costs, but also environmental impacts. But whether this reliance on units that are heat pumps in winter and air conditioners in summer is bad for the environment is difficult to say. Sustainable Engineering Director Jason Quinn says any discussion of cooling emissions is complex, but air conditioners are usually quite energy efficient. Using cooling in the summer to handle a temperature spike is about as environmentally impactful as having hot water always ready to go in your house. And on a net emissions basis, the heat pump option can be beneficial if it replaces older heaters in winter. If you just used resistance electric heating to heat the average house in New Zealand, it's like 300 kilograms of carbon a year. And if you use a heat pump instead, it's only 100. So you're saving 200. And the impact from cooling with that same heat pump, it'd probably be less than 100. In New Zealand, where we fall back on fossil fuels during peak demand, buildings that retain heat in winter can help reduce the load and need for coal plants. But keeping them cool in summer may depend on a reliable electricity network design buildings that overheat and depend upon air conditioning, then you have resilience problems, right? So if you lose power, you can't stay comfortable anymore. At the end of the day, Nigel Isaacs says nothing can beat a holistic approach that incorporates natural solutions like external shading, adequate ventilation, and heat storing materials. It's not simply a matter of saying glass is bad, insulation is good. It's, they're not, they're both good. And mass, concrete, brick are good but you've got to use them together. The New Zealand Building Code, which sets out minimum standards for design, does not promote this approach. But the Ministry for Business, Innovation and Employment has a programme underway which aims to ensure building design improves to cope with the changing climate. Whether funding for this work will continue under the new government is yet to be seen, but with this week behind us, it's clear we need solutions sooner rather than later. Yes, the struggle to stay cool is real. That was Morning Report producer Emma Ricketts with that story.